0: i host, Anula Rabari, and welcome to episode 69 of ShimmyCast, the podcast for dancers and fans of Middle Eastern dance. This week we have event announcements, question of the week, two reviews, one of the DVD Discover Belly Dance, Mystic Dance, and the other is the CD Belly Dance Fantasy with Nina and Vina. This week we have an article, that's right, I know we've had a lot of reviews lately, but this week we have an article on professional dance by Salome. This week's music is from David and David and Print Rogers. So let's get started. What move challenged you the most? Jingle Oriental Dancer posted, My most challenging move is the hip drop with the kick. Or some people call it drop kick. For a short while, I couldn't get the kick to go with the drop of the hip, and so I would get so frustrated But I have mastered that through practicing at home in front of my mirror. The most easiest move for me is the three-quarter shimmy. Go figure, right? But I have learned that with one person, one move would be easy, and to another, it would be hard. And that is so true. So, um, the next question, what's the strangest place you've worked on a costume? Erin posted... In the morgue hallway, while on a break from working graveyard twenty three hundred to oh seven hundred shift in the lab, the deaner was impressed. (laughs) The nice thing about autopsy staff is they have more tact than the staff in the (laughs) other in the staff room. And I think you probably win the prize for strangest place. Um, It's it's working on costumes at work isn't really all that strange because a lot of people do it but just because you have an unusual workplace I think you do win the prize <laughs> uh, what's the strangest place you've worked on choreography? Jingle Oriental Dancer posted our troupe Eastern Sundance company has practiced our choreographed routines in our instructor and dining room area and also in one of our troupe members dojos or karate studio. So I don't know if these are unusual places, but for me being in belly dance for almost a year, these are a little new for me. I have also utilized my living room, bedroom, and my friend's living room to practice our choreographed routines as well. But I am sure those are more common places, and I'm slowly putting together my own choreographed piece to a Native American chant song that has a Middle Eastern drum beat. It's called Coyote Dance, and it sounds very Middle Eastern except for the native chants. So that inspired me to attempt my own piece. And I have practiced that before I teach dance at our aerobics room at the tribal community's gym. I'm a dance instructor and teach Native American powwow style of dance too. I know I've not noted this before, and so my students come in to me belly dancing in, come in to see me and see me belly dancing, which is fun for them. Okay, I'm done rambling. <laughs> And uh yeah, it's not unusual um uh, for troop members to get together at each other's houses and things. I know, um, I've several, several times I've had the my troop over at my house to practice in my living room and everything. Um for me I think the strangest place that I've worked on choreography is um in the lobby of the museum that I work at. Um my husband and I were one car family. And um often I end up waiting late for him to come pick me up. <laughs> and um I'm either practicing somebody else's routine in the troop that we're currently working on or I'll even like try to work on music that I'm choreographing at the moment. So it's like I'll have my iPod on and I'll be listening and be like, oh, yeah, that's good, that's good. And then then I'll start and I'll jot some movements down and make notes and everything. And then I'll dance again some more and then stop and jot more notes down. All in the lobby of the museum (laughs) where I can see if he's coming or not. So, um, yeah. And I think some of my troop members have said they've caught themselves... Um, practicing their choreography, like um, very subtly, in like the line at the grocery store and things of that nature. So, um, this day and age, you just get your practice in wherever you can. I think. <laughs> and one final question for this week: How has belly dance changed your life? A um, jingle oriental dancer says belly dance has always been an interest. With the women in my family, they spoke of the femininity of the dance and how it teaches you to be proud of who you are. With the invite of two of my wonderful dear friends and the interest lingering for many years from my family, I decided to give it a try last June. I have always had good self-esteem and sometimes a good body image. Since starting, I have developed a more body self-awareness and confidence. I love to dance, and I have been very happy to add belly dance to my lifestyle. So thank you all for um, going and answering those questions. It's always fun to see what other people are thinking and um, what they struggle with and what they succeed with and what they're working on. And now your Shimmy cast news. February 28th through April 26th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be having various workshops and shows in Texas, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Delaware, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Utah, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Austria, and California. February 28th through March 1st, Belly Dance Revelations presents Shimmy South 10 with Fatima in Raleigh, North Carolina. March 1st, the Beauty of Veil workshop with Samara at the Alvin Ailey Studios in New York, New York. March 1st, Wings of Isis with Ashy. Uh, Learn to create elegant and dramatic effects with this spectacular and demanding prop. You will be learning a four-minute choreography. Uh, the workshop is from two to four thirty and thirty-five dollars in advance from forty at the door, held at Tranquility Wellness Spa in Milford, uh, Connecticut. March fourth, Balancing and Sword Tricks with Shahana in Glen Ellen, Illinois. March sixth Devi Mymac workshop at Underbelly Dance Studio in Fitzroy, Victoria, Australia. March 7th, Belly Dance Odyssey, A Day and Night with the Stars at Latin Soul Studio in Parramatta, New South Wales, Australia. I'm sure that wasn't right. <laughs> March 8th, Ursula presents The Day the Stars Come Out, a benefit for a Samaritan House in Virginia Beach, Virginia. March 8th, Arabic Music 101 with NASA. In Saint Louis, Missouri, March 13th through the 15th, the 29th annual Rakasha West in Vallejo, California. March, 20, uh, March 16th through the 21st, Cassandra week-long intensive in Minneapolis. March 20th through the 22nd, Little Egypt presents Khalid Mahmoud Nora and Usama Iman. Plus special guest singer Yasser in workshops and shows in Dallas, Texas. March twenty first, Yasmin presents Amani Jabril in workshop in Houghlet in Charlotte, North Carolina. March twenty first, Fan Fusion workshops with Celdra, Newport News, Virginia. March twenty first, Hips Do the Darndest Things workshop with Jennifer Gutierrez from noon to two thirty. In this class, we will combine a multitude of percussive hip patterns in conjunction with sinuous upper body movements and strong arms to create beautiful combinations, which we will string together to create a short choreography. Particular emphasis will be paid to posture, flexibility, and strength as we drill these combinations to create muscle memory and speed. Handouts will be provided. This will be held at Destination Yoga, which is in Hespera, California. Call 760-956-1261. Say it again. 760-956-1261 for more information. Space is extremely limited, so call for special pre-registration rates. Let's see. March 22nd. Belly dance, belly dance Master Workshop with Samara at the Bard Center in South Orange, New Jersey. March 25th. Floor Work for Belly Dancers with Shahana in Glen Ellen, Illinois. March 26th. Belly Dance Rocks. Rocks Sharky Belly Dance Show at the Northampton Center for the Arts in Northampton, Massachusetts. March 28th. Nazana presents Night in the Desert. So this is belly dance. Wallenstein Theater in Mosses Lake, Washington. March twenty eighth through the twenty ninth, Bent Asia presents Samara Surik in Bollywood Workshop and Evening Show in Muncie, Indiana. March twenty ninth, dancing to Taksim and Mawala with Nasea in St. Louis, Missouri. April 3rd through 5th, Alexandra sponsors a three-day intensive with Suhail Yassalempoor in Charlottesville, Virginia. April 3rd through 5th, Troop Hypnotica hosts Cues and Tattoos 2009, the second annual workshop event focusing entirely on the use of improv within tribal belly dance in Seattle, Washington. April 4th, Samadha presents Anka O'Leary of Baraka Mundi and the Mesmer Society in Workshop and Show, South Charleston, Washington. April 4th, Spring Fling is presented by members of Eyes of Bassett to benefit the Women's Crisis Center of Manhattan, Kansas. April 4th through 5th, Whippoorwill presents Mesmera. 10 Technique Buffet All You Can Dance, Florence, Alabama. April 8th, Turns on Traveling with Shahana in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 10th through 17th, Delilah's Belly Dance Easter Retreat in Hawaii with special guest Amy Segal of Umata and Dahlia Moon. April 15th, Intermediate to Advanced Bell Work with Shahana in Glen Ellen, Illinois. April 16th through the 19th, Bahia and Hot Seminars presents tri Dance Camp featuring Cammie Little, Brandy Bolin, and Baja Camp Arrowhead Hunt, Texas. April 17th through the 19th, Little Egypt presents the Nagua Fod Royal Crown Competition with Nagua Fod, Rhonda Camel, and Dr. Mo Gid- Gidawa in Miami, Florida. April eighteenth through the nineteenth, Kareen and Kyra present Fatima in, uh, from California in weekend workshop and theatrical show to be held in Miami, Florida. April nineteenth, the music of Farad al Aktra with Nasia in St. Louis, Missouri. April twenty-fourth through twenty-sixth, Little Egypt presents the Queen of the Nile competition with Nagwa Fowl. Randa Camel and Dr. Mo Guadua, Guadua Montreal, Canada, April twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Mary presents a Morocco workshop weekend and gala show in Warner Robins, Georgia. April twenty ninth through May third, the third annual Spring Caravan, Somerset, New Jersey. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week, and as always, you can find more information about all of these events on the forum board. This week's first review is Discover Belly Dance, Mystic Dance, reviewed by Alexal Semma. Mystic Dance is part of the Discover Belly Dance series starring Nina and Vina. It is an instructional video that also teaches a short choreography. If you are looking for a quick introduction to belly dance, this may be the video for you. What makes this video unique from the other Discover videos is the use of a veil. Like the other Discover Belly Dance productions, this video starts by demonstrating the choreography, moves into a warm-up, teaches new movements, and then teaches the choreography. Movements learned include several arm poses, Several turns, wrist circles, head slides, snake arms, shoulder shimmies, undulations, vertical rib circles, crescent, hip circles, hip drop, shimmies, and basic Egyptian. Special features include three performances, a photo gallery, and trainers for other belly dance videos. Overall, this video has an acceptable production quality. Sound and picture are clear, but the music quality is a little low for performance usage. The background is done up with curtains, pillows, and candles to try to set the mood without overimposing. If your local dance retailer doesn't carry this item, you can purchase this video directly from bellytwins.com or naturaljourneys.com. Most DVD retailers carry this title, and it is also available for rent on Netflix and Blockbuster. This week's first song is Urban Mist by David and David from the Podsafe Music Network. Review is the CD Belly Dance Fantasy Nina and Vina, reviewed by Anala Rabari. This hour long CD contains 21 songs. Two groups of the songs are grouped together into dance routines. Most of the songs are less than five minutes, and many of them are even less than two minutes, making them good options for intros or exits to complete routines. I was disappointed that no artist information was included, not even in the liner notes. The songs include a good range of moods, tempos, and instrumentation. The majority of music on the CD is Egyptian. Again, Nina and Vina have put their names on a CD of straightforward belly dance music. This is a solid collection of cabaret pieces that would be appropriate for any number of performance situations. The links of the songs are good for most American audiences and can be nicely combined together to create longer, cohesive routines if needed. For a number of the tracks, I didn't even realize that the CD had actually gone on to the next track. The songs blend together so well. Like some of the other CDs, they give information on how some songs would be good intros, exits, sword, sword, veil, cane, or candelabra. Other than not having information on the artist, my only complaint is that there aren't any of the songs that make you go, wow. They are all very traditional and sound similar to all the music I hear every belly dancer dancing to in restaurants. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, there are good reasons why dancers pick this kind of music to use in those performance situations. I think this will be a solid CD for those looking for traditional music that will be safe for almost any type of public performance. I also think this CD would be a good introduction to belly dance music for those new to this music form and this dance form. Emails and feedback. Um, I just wanna remind you guys that I did get a video camera for Christmas and I'm kind of struggling. I wanna do another video Episode for you guys, but I'm struggling with ideas on what to do. So, if you guys want to like drop me a note or like post on the forum board or something like that, um, what kind of DVD you might be and you know, a a video episode you guys might be interested in seeing, um, that would really help me out Um, because I I want to give you the content that you're interested in. And um, again, at the end of April, beginning of May, I'm going to be in Philly. And I would love suggestions for restaurants or if there are any dance groups in that area that it's like, oh, you need to go see so-and-so perform. That would be fabulous. So other than that, don't forget um, any other comments or suggestions or feedback or Topics that you want to discuss or anything like that, feel free to send me an email at at shimmycastgmail.com. Post on the forum or you can leave comments on the blog as well. This week's article is A Professional Dance by Salome. A professional primer outlines the basic traits of a professional. The series is intended to act as a reference to develop said traits. To read previous installments, visit the article index page and look for the titles, a professional, dot, dot, dot. Highly trained, commands polished quality movement. Attend weekly classes and workshops. You might train in other styles of oriental dance and or cross train in other dance forms. You can find an instructor in your area by visiting belly dance instructors directory. I recommend reading a competent teacher before searching out an instructor. Set aside your own practice time. Make goals for yourself. Perhaps technique or emoting or musical interpretation. Then make a plan about how you are going to use your practice time to move closer to those goals. Coaching can provide the one-on-one attention necessary to receive constructive criticism, specific to you. Feedback is important for our growth. To find a coach, visit a belly dance instructor directory. Video, con- video instruction can be worthwhile learning aid in addition to live instruction. You can read video reviews at groups.yahoo.com group slash belly dance videos or ShiraNet slash center, HTM pound sign reviews. You are also welcome to check out belly dance stores that may carry titles you are looking for. Make a seamless recovery using stage, uses stage space. Unexpected incidents will occur in your performance. The CD skips. You lose part of your costume. The sword falls off your head. I recall such an incident in the performance of a well-known dancer. Her skirt was long and full. She was gracefully stepping backwards, accidentally on her skirt, slipped, and fell. It's everyone's worst nightmare, and undoubtedly it will happen somewhere along a dancer's career. But what I remember about that particular incident is that she immediately got up and apologized to the audience. She fell so fast that it looked like a drop to the floor. If she had sensuously risen to her knees and continued her dance, I would A, never have known, or B, admired her recovery. There are circumstances when it is necessary to break character, i.e. you are injured or an environment has become unsafe. Barring those type of exceptions, the show must go on. Your facial expression says it all. Something unexpected happens. Your face should betray calm, cool, and confident. Improvisation is your best friend and most valuable tool in these instances. You can improvise with ease. You will be able to adjust without missing a beat. Using stage space does not mean you need to cover every square inch, and it doesn't necessarily mean you need to travel frequently. It means making a connection with and presenting your dance to the entire audience, not just to those directly in front of you. You can practice seamless recovery and use of stage space by performing on the hobbyist circuit. Pose as a complete repertoire. Repertoire general, general generalities. In the United States the length of your performance can be seven minutes upwards to twenty-five. Abroad, clients ask for not less than 30 minutes, upwards to 45. You need to possess enough material to meet those standards. In relation to length, you must be able to demonstrate a variety of moods and dance to all corresponding sections of music. In the United States, it is standard practice to wear the same costume throughout your show. There are exceptions, but generally, the length of your show will be too brief for a costume change. The venue will not have a live band to entertain in the interim. It will be plain and practical. Abroad, you will be expected to change costume. In Egypt, it is customary to exit during your program, change, and immediately return to the stage. But in most countries, it will mean a different costume for each set in the show. Repertoire Content the content of your repertoire is defined by your training. It can include special skills, a variety of styles, or one style. Four imaginary dancers and corresponding repertoires Sarah does Turkish Oriental Tanzi, Wila does Egyptian Rax Sharki, Rax Alasia, Rox Rax El Shamadan, and Gwazi. Soroya does American Oriental dance. Specialties include sword balancing and veil. Rose does American tribal style and Tunisian women's dancing, Tunisian women's dance. Specialties include pot balancing. Each of our imaginary dancers has a repertoire that corresponds well with the village she wants to work in. For example, Sarah was deeply intrigued in the Oriental Tanzi and Roma dances of Turkey. She traveled there, studied, and now wants to share her knowledge through theater performance and workshops. Leila has a passion for the Oriental and folk dances of Egypt. Her goal is to perform in Arabic nightclubs and eventually in Egypt. Soroya enjoys the influence of many, of many Middle Eastern dance styles and music. Her goal is to dance in competitions, nightclubs, and do bellygrams. Rose derives great fulfillment through the camaraderie of American tribal style. Her aim is to form a troupe that will participate in performing arts events. Repertoire is the deciding factor in a career type. Consider the style of dance you perform and how you see it working for you in terms of professional opportunities. Building a repertoire First, become well versed in chosen styles. For weekly classes and coaching, see belly dance instructors. Workshops and video instruction are a good opportunity to pick up training in styles or specialities that are not offered by local instructors. For workshops, see listings for belly dance events. For video instructions, you can check out Legia's Belly Dance World. There's a searchable directory that lists 356 videos and where to buy them. Second, create your own choreography, commission choreography, and/or choose improvisation. For some suggestions on creating choreography, see slash articles zag 5html or jasminejahil.com/articles/art/how-to-choreograph.html. Or, danceart.com slash t3d slash j-u-m slash dot h-t-m. To commission choreography, approach a dance choreographer and simply ask. You can also buy a choreography video that grants the rights to use that choreography. Observe copyrights. No exceptions. For an overview of copyright laws, see Copyright Basics can perform as a soloist in a duet or group. Performing in these capacities require different skills. Soloist has the freedom to go with the flow and be in the spotlight. Group dancing requires group precision, attention to stage placement, command of choreography, and conveying mood as a unit, not a diva. You can learn the latter skills through weekly classes. Most instructors teach choreography as part of their course material. In relation, you can organize a student troop or join an existing troupe or organization which offers group dance opportunities. See subtitle, Belly Dance Organizations. Improvises with ease. Choreography has its time and place, no doubt about that, but improvisation cannot be understressed. It's a valuable tool when making a seamless recovery it's the mark of a strong dancer. It allows you to express feeling in the moment and follow it wherever it leads. And at times, it can be necessary. Dance is the physical language of music. If you are familiar with Arabic music, you can anticipate where the music is heading. Keep the rhythm and acknowledge the, be- and acknowledge the melody. Improvisation is really where the mind sleeps and the spirit takes over. Your deeper self responds with feeling inspired by the music versus a mechanical response that can occur with choreography. A professional music article will be dedicated to the subject of music. The very act of creating choreography forces you to improvise. The end goal in this process is achieving the opposite of improvisation. But the experimenting process of creating choreography can serve as a great practice. Hopefully, your instructor provides a freestyle time in class. A good opportunity to get comfortable improvising in front of an audience. In addition to formal improv, practice at home, play music when you are doing household chores, and let your hips do the talking. I hope you all enjoyed that article by Salmi and... I hope you found some good tips in it. There will be a link to the article in the show notes because in the article um, she has links to all the websites and things that she referred to. So definitely go and check that out. And I hope you all enjoyed this week's show. It's time for the question of the week, which is how is the economy affecting your dance habits? Oh, I know, I know, the economy. It's on everybody's mind these days. (laughs) To answer, send an email to shimmycast.gmail.com or go to our forum board, which you can get to at shimmycast.blogspot.com. It's time for the last music pick of the week. This song is Mirror Walk, which is a microtonal music by Print Rogers from the Podsafe Music Network. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is Anala Ribari, saying shimmy on. Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast@gmail.com. Be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.